Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. I love God. I love my kids. I love my wife. Oh my God, do I love my wife. I'm so grateful. I was raised by my mom. Her name is Sandy Dietrich. I'm grateful for the hope, the trust, enthusiasm she taught me to live with. Man, I'm so grateful that we live in the greatest nation on the planet, the United States of America. Hi, everyone. Randy Dietrich of Blue Ridge Winery. Holy cow. I have a riddle for you today. It's a fun one. So what is it? What can you give without ever losing? By giving it, you actually gain what you have gave. There's an unlimited number of ways of giving it. Its impact is the same on a child as it is on the elderly. It has had a never had a negative side effect on anyone. Everyone is in need of it, yet very few people express it. It has no physical characteristics, yet every giver and receiver feels its impact. The answer is gratitude. Today's talks about gratitude, guys. I hope you love this. Holy cow. Zig Ziglar, he says, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have more to express gratitude for. And I agree 100%. My gosh, you with me? Have you ever noticed that you cannot feel thankful and unhappy at the exact same time? It's true. You can't. Gratitude has a wide range of benefits. Man, I was reading this study preparing for this talk on gratitude and research shows people who practice being grateful show significantly higher levels of happiness and physiological well-being. They're less depressed, less anxious, less stressed out, and they report less symptoms of physical pain. Talking about wide range benefits of expressing gratitude. Holy cow. They have more success at work and they have a higher self-esteem. They also have better relationships. You know that? How neat is that? Studies show that just two consecutive weeks of daily gratitude practicing has long-lasting positive effects on your mood and self-optimism. Guess how long this can last for? Six months. That's crazy. Six months. So a guaranteed way to raise your level of happiness is just express more gratitude. It's that simple. I'm grateful. Holy cow, guys. I love y'all. Now, gratitude doesn't mean pretending everything is fine. That's not what I'm talking about here. It means you putting your effort and energy into noticing what is good and positive around you. I wrote a book last year. The whole premise of the book is that you get what you think about most of the time, period. This applies to gratitude in one of the biggest ways. Your psychological well-being depends less on the things that happen to you and more on the things that you pay attention to. Are you with me on that? One of the simplest concepts in life is that you only see what you're looking at. Think about it. You can only see where you're looking. This is true in the physical world and it's true in the emotional world. If you focus on the good and other people, you're going to see more of it everywhere. The reason for this is that in life, you can only see one thing. You see what you're looking at. Look for the good, look for the clean, look for the pure. You know, life primes you. The way things work is your mind is priming all the time. It's priming to look for the good or priming to look for the negative. 
If you've never read the book called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor, he proved this point. He proved that if you play the game of Tetris over and over for hours on end, your mind will be primed to fit objects into other objects. I want to challenge you to prime your mind, to see success, to see the good in everyone around you. Because the more you look, the more you'll see. Developing and building an attitude of gratitude within us, it not only makes us happy, but guess what? It makes everyone around you happy. <laughs> Talking about a win-win. This is great stuff, isn't it? This attitude of gratitude, it's going to take effort. It does. For some reason, human nature, we tend to go to the negative. We tend to go to laying around, not working out, not exercising, not adding value. We'll fight this human nature. It takes effort, especially if you were raised in a house where compliments and appreciation weren't given out freely. This may feel awkward for you at first by giving appreciation and gratitude to people all around you. But man, I would encourage you to stick with it. Stick with it. Let's take a step. Take one step. Here's a good question for you all. Why should we be grateful for other people's success? Have you ever met someone that's, you know, not very grateful? They're almost, they're almost like a, they almost go, well, they, they probably had it given to them. They try to diminish it. Have you ever met someone like that? I have. Here's the reason why you should be grateful for other people's success. Because we get to enjoy a better life because someone had a dream or a goal that they pursued until they achieved it. If you're staying in a hotel, it was the success of the developer that created that hotel. If that person wasn't a success, guess what? No hotel to stay in. If you're enjoying dinner out one night, guess what? You are enjoying the success of the chefs. If they weren't successful, no dinner for you. It's, the, it's our differences that we should be celebrating in life, isn't it? It's our differences. It's the dreams that we were born with. It's the people that pursue them that makes this world great. When you think about it, it's the entire economy. The entire world only works because people are different. They have different dreams. They have different goals. They have different things that they're pursuing. And we should encourage each other to be successful, to persevere, to push through. We only have opportunities in life because of our differences. Here's what I mean. Imagine if everyone in the world was a winemaker. Well, there would be no wine sales. If everyone was a hotel owner, there would be no renters. If everyone was a teacher, There'd be no students. It's our differences that we should be grateful for, recognizing and celebrating. It's our differences that allow us to specialize in areas of life so we can add value to others. Isn't this the whole gist of the whole darn thing? What were you born with? What gifts do you have? What passions do you have? What do you have a dream for? Pursue it. The world's counting on you. I believe it's these gifts that we're given, that we're born for, that counts. These gifts, these differences, it's what sets us apart. My gosh, we should be pursuing our gifts with all of our imagination. So let's connect the dots with a real life issue happening right here, right now in the United States. Man, I've heard on the news this thing called cancel culture. It's an ugly word, isn't it? It blows my mind. It blows my mind that people can be so naive to their emotional impulses that they want to cancel the differences they see in others. If they were to think about it for a minute, they would realize that no one wants to live in a world where everyone's the same. It's our differences that make the world work. If no one ever challenged anybody, no one would get better at anything. It's the resistance that counts. 
We should be celebrating the differences in people and recognizing that it's our differences that allow us to live the best life we can. I'll close with a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. It just seems appropriate. In a real sense, all life is interrelated. All men are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. And you can never be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. This is the interrelated structure of reality. Love that guy. People are going to share that stuff. I, I can't see you know why I mean? they wouldn't. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I it don't makes know, you, man. It makes you feel good and it, connect, it connects the dots. Well, because at the end of the day, and, and actually it was cool because I was talking to a festival, um, a festival's, uh, we, when we won the New York International Film Festival for the documentary. And I just, I quickly talked to him and he was like, it's just nice that there, yeah, there's, I guess there's some negative stuff in the documentary sure. just because of the past the way life stuff. is. But it's not a sure. story of like, oh, like, you know, why me? Why me? Right. Why me? It was a story of like, listen, this stuff happened. It right. is what it is. I had to hit rock bottom and do what I had to do to crawl out of it. I had a support system the whole way. Mm -hmm. And because of those terrible things that's happened to me, mm -hmm. this is where I'm at now. It's just, it's a feel good story, right. whether it's because it's in my backyard and I'm like, holy crap, like this happens. And like, this is actually going on, like in my backyard, which I don't think people really understand. Right. Right. You, you talk about in this, you know, cancel culture where everybody's more worried about what's going on 2,500 miles away mm -hmm. when they're not even checking in on their next door neighbor to make sure things are okay. Right. right. You say that thing about social media. I forget what it is. Oh boy. You say That's it a in the underground experience. Yeah. <laughs> Can you touch base on that social again? Social media recording? Oh yeah. No, oh, we've been it. recording. Oh, been, okay. dude, this is the best part. Social media. Holy cow. So in the underground experience, we make the point that time is a valuable thing you have. And then we jump to a challenge that is brand new to, to, to humanity today. It's called social media. That stuff, it's purposely designed to make you feel connected to someone far away. But my God, if you don't put it down when someone's right in front of you, you could lose a person right in front of you. Tiff and I have this rule at the house that if the kids ever want to talk to us and you're on your phone, holy cow, put the phone down. We never want to send the message that I'm, I'm sorry, this little screen is more important than you. A lot of kids growing up with low self-esteem these days because of that stuff. It's just sad. You know, it is. It's, it's, it's sad. And it's, it's, I don't even know if people are aware that it's happening. Make sense? You know? Yeah, to an extent. And the thing, the people that are aware of it happening uh, is a, that they are aware that it is happening is like, I don't want to say they don't care. They just kind yeah. of flip it. Right. Like, and that's what, that's what blows my mind. Like I'm, and maybe this kind of goes into a business mindset as well. Like how can you change the world if you can't even fix what's going on in your own house? Sure. Right? Like, how could you do all these big, incredible things, but yet you have relationships that need to be fixed and you have financial problems that need to be a, a confronted? Right. So, but I think the problem is people today are relying on these people. And there's these people are in these positions of power, whether it be, you know, political, non political, however mm -hmm. you want to look at it sure. across the board. There's people in these positions. That are the ones that are like, listen to me, you should listen to me. And at the end of the day, they're the ones that need the most help. Yeah. They're trying to help the people 
When in reality, you need to take a step back and realize that you have your own things you need to handle, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. with me and you, for example, like you have a business, I have a business. There's certain things that we're doing here. If my business is, is, isn't is doing well, I need to focus on that before I can really go ahead and try to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. back and forth. But if you're on like a streamlined process where we're both kind of like doing our things, yeah, it, it's just, it's there. It, it's, it's, there's no reason... It, it's like not on the back burner, but there's no crazy issues at hand that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. People today, and I think social media is a huge problem with it, is I would rather help somebody that, you know, if I'm in New York, I'd rather help somebody that lives in California and, and I don't even know the name of my next door neighbor and who knows who they're struggling with or what the problems they're going through, right? Keep it global, keep it local so you can go global. Mm-hmm. But people are trying to go global without even making it local or or helping out in their normal community. It's a great point, Ralph. Great stuff, right? Yeah. See, I'm learning. I'm I'm taking great the, stuff. <laughs> I listen to you talk a lot, and I'm like, ah, you know, certain things like it makes Funny. sense. So, awesome. yeah, you know, um, you know how when it comes to like you talk you talk about leaders and authority figures, the the most valuable, the most valuable authority you can ever have is called moral authority. There's positional authority. There's acquired authority. There's assigned authority, but moral authority is the very highest. And we only would gain moral authority in any organization or anywhere in the world by being someone of ethics and morals and standards and saying, if it's to be, it's up to me and I'm going to stand on my rock and I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm not going to let the world change who I am. And I'm going to be true to everyone. I'm going to be honest, even when it hurts me, even when it hurts you, I'd rather be honest in the moment and gain the moment and gain the future than lose the moment and lose the future. So honesty to you is probably the best policy. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. People will only follow you if they trust you. They 100%. Yeah. They don't trust you. Yeah. I mean, honesty is my God. It's yeah. If you, I mean, again, I go back to the Randy Pausch book. He goes, you know, here's a guy dying of pancreatic cancer and he's writing a book called the last lecture and the book is written for his kids. And he goes, if I had three words of advice, it would be tell the truth. And if I had three more, it would be all the time. Wow. So with him. Holy cow. Yeah, because it makes sense, right? The truth hurts. What is Sometimes. it? What is it? Oh, the truth is like poetry. Everybody hates poetry. You ever <laughs> that's hear funny. That? No, that's pretty <laughs> it's good a, though. It's, but it's so true because the problem with being truthful or like at least listening to the truth is a lot of times it's it's not what you it's not what you want to hear. Right. It's just what you right. need to hear. Right. And a lot of people don't want to hear what they need to hear. And right. they try to shy out, right? They believe they have the quote unquote truth to themselves, but they kind of don't. They right. just, it's a fabricated truth or things like that that they don't really understand. And instead of looking at it point blank, face value, this is what it is. Now that we've addressed the problem, let's find the solution, yeah. right? Find the truth behind it hundred percent of the way. Well, this, the, the whole concept of truth is kind of elusive. So think about this. So if something happens to you, are you really aware of what's happening to you? Or is it your perception of what you think is happening to you? Most people Second have a, one. right. They have a distorted perception of what actually is happening. They don't. They're not really tuned into it. And I, and I always say, have you ever have you ever been surprised in life? How many people like surprises? Most people go, yeah, I would like surprises. But you don't like surprises that you don't that you're that that hurt you that are negative, right? We we label those as problems, but we label a good surprise as like an opportunity. It's all the same thing. It's how are you perceiving it? And most of the biggest problems that come at us in life, it's actually the biggest opportunity. Every mm. single time. My mom trained me early on. She would go, Randy, anything that ever happens to you, say these words. This is good. This is good. That's good. Okay, this is good. How? This is great stuff. And uh, there's been times where I'm like, wow, I don't know how this is good, but this is good. <laughs> and, and just laughing about it lightens it up. 
But you know, I mean, I can tell you, anyone that anyone that's ever achieved anything great in life has had to overcome major obstacles. It's just the way it works. It's that simple. Hmm. What would you say a a big change or a big maybe we'll call it a problem? What's a problem that Randy Dietrich faces right now that he's currently overcoming or working through? Right, whether it be personal winery. You know, something that people can sit sure. back and go, ah, you know, you never know. Like I can relate to that as well. Yeah. So here, so here's my biggest challenge right now is how to delegate my time in a way that I'm giving the right time to each one of my three children, my wife, the winery, myself. How do I delegate it? And time's been swallowing me up lately. I get I get eaten. Your mom has been a huge help. I uh-huh. mean, your your mom has stepped in and seen she saw what was going on. I know she saw it. She doesn't, we haven't talked about it yet, but I know she <laughs> saw the problem and she goes, holy cow, they have a major problem here because they don't have enough time to accomplish what they need. Tiff and I, we're kind of an island. We don't have any family members that we really support or rely on in any, in any way. When my mom died, it was kind of it. It was, it was, it was over. So Tiff and I, every single person that we've ever had help us, we pay them to help us, except for your mom. Your mom's the first person to ever come out of life. And go, I just want to do it. It's I just I just want to. Yeah, be, how can it. I help? It's crazy. I, I still know how to deal with it, Ralph. I still, I don't. But but so my my biggest problem is, is this. So how how do I deal with this? How do I how do I have time for each one of my kids? Out of time with with Tiff. Um, your mom coming into our life has now allowed Tiff and I to go on a date. Our relationship has never been so bright as it is because it's it was literally dormant for a while because we have three kids running around and you have no one usually there's a grandmother there's an aunt there's an uncle someone there there's nothing so tiff i don't know how she does it you know so lately just yesterday joseph is going to be going into a school he got accepted into a school joseph's gonna be in school three days a week maggie goes to school full-time natalie's one and with your mom coming there two days a week just like that we gained all kinds of time Mm. so that's a a big challenge. Time's but, always a challenge. Time doesn't stop for anybody. Right. And that's a great thing. I remember being young, like driving to work at Bebron Medical here in Bethlehem and thinking, I wish I could stop time so I could get more done. I'm now not that naive. I'm glad time flies because it allows people that are hustling to make things happen, to make it happen. Because, you know, the, the, the world gives its prizes to those who wait. <laughs> Only the things left over that was that hustled. That's a true statement. Right. Mm, wow. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, people say you know, there's two concepts in the world that I think when it comes to this, this concept of hustling, make things happen. You know, when people are born, I've seen people go, well, God, I'm waiting for God to direct me here, to direct me in my life. I'm waiting for God, waiting on God. I'm like, no, God gave you the ability. He gave you the thoughts. He gave you these skills. You go do it. God's waiting on you to take action. That's it. Once you get moving, it put it like, think it like this. It's very hard to turn a steering wheel when the car's not moving. Once you're moving, you can go anywhere you want. Steering wheel turns easy. Same with life. Get moving. And you can go in any direction you want, but you cannot go if you're not moving. Go. Wow. Right. It's like that lottery. You ever hear the lottery ticket thing, the lottery story? You know, guy praying, God, you know, please, Lord, yeah. if I could win the lottery, please <laughs> let me win the lottery. Weeks and weeks go by. It happens to get, Lord, please, you know, Powerball's up, millions of dollars. Please, I really, you have no idea what it would do for me and my family. Finally, he comes to the end of his life after praying for the lottery, how many years? And he meets God at the gates of heaven and he goes, God, I prayed and prayed and prayed for me to win the lottery. What happened? And God goes, all you had to do was play the lottery ticket. <laughs> That's awesome. Just buy it. <laughs> Just ticket. buy it. Just buy the ticket. That's but, awesome. But you see, it's something so the answer sometimes is right in front of us. Yep. No one really pays attention Take to it. Take a step. 
that's why it's so crazy you bring that up. Like, yeah, like God's not going to do it for you. Like I'm a very religious guy. Like God's not going to do it for me, but I guarantee you he's going to put the right people in my path. Right. And when that opportunity presents itself, or at least it's in front of me, somehow the words are going to come out of my mouth, mm-hmm. right? To sure. say the right thing or do the right, do the right action or things like that to gain the attention of that person, someone that I want to be. God's never going to put someone in my path that shouldn't be in my path. I mean, I truly, I truly believe that. There's mm-hmm. no way he's going to throw someone in my path. Things mm-hmm. and obstacles there, but they're there for me to adapt to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just true in life across the board. Yeah. Yeah. In order for me to accomplish what I do today in my life, I had to have lived through all the challenges I've gone through in the past. And if I didn't go through those challenges, I would not have the ability to do what I do today. That's true for anyone. So every single problem that you come up against, think this is a great opportunity for me to grow because it's, it's in the end, in the end of the whole thing, it's not the goals that matter. It's who you need to become to achieve that goal. That's what matters. You know, I think of someone that, someone that races the world cup, an Olympic medalist, it's it's a flash it's a flash in history it's a snapshot that and yeah it's a great moment but that moment isn't the moment that really mattered it's who that person had to be in order to achieve that moment because that can never be taken from that person wow god it's true right yeah i love it dude the inspirational messages the you're you have a very unique way of of relating things for people to understand does that Thanks. make sense? Yeah. Thanks, like, man. like you first, for example, you've got me reading, but like just based on things you say, right? Like Randy Pausch now, for example, that's someone that's going to be in the back of my mind when I'm looking to start listening to books. Like that's who it's going to be next. But like, I listened to like someone like Jordan Peterson, outstanding, brilliant human being. I've had, a, I had to read his book, 12 Roots for Life twice, just because mm-hmm. it's so intricate. It is. It's, you know what I mean? It's just, it's very in depth, like very enough good. to where you listen. I'm like, wow, I feel like I learned so much, but I don't remember what I learned because it was so mm-hmm. much. So I go back and listen to it again. And I'm like, okay, cool. I just want to make sure it's solidified. You have this great way of just finding a problem that's very hard to articulate and you just articulate it very well for people. Thanks, Rob. So that's why I think this is this is brilliant. I think this is you gonna know, work. You know where that uh that concept actually comes out of ski racing. Here's here's a weird analogy. If you watch me ski racing, I'm gonna make it look so easy because I really know how to do it. If you watch me play golf, it's going to look pretty hard because I don't know how to do it. So I always say, if, if someone really understands what they're saying and what they're talking about, and they have the knowledge and study behind them, they're going to make it sound simple. The true side of greatness is simplicity. If you talk to someone and it sounds so complicated, well, they probably don't understand what they're talking about. I don't mean to be mean here, but no, but no, you're right. I mean, someone that really understands them, they would, they would say to you, no, this is so easy. It's so simple. They wouldn't go, oh, good luck. This is, this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. Well, I would be saying, well, okay, there's a self-esteem issue here, number one, you know, because otherwise, because if it's on the inside, it doesn't even be on the outside. But people that make it look easy, just they, they understand it. And if you're my mom, oh my God, my mom, being raised by my mom, my mom poured every single thing that's good, clean and poor in me. And, uh, and, and uh, I just, I'm grateful for her. And that, that's all it is. There it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely told. Beautifully explained. Dude, I love this. I can't wait to keep it. We're going to keep pumping out these episodes, guys. I guarantee you. And I promise you, um, small town people. I'm a small town guy. Ran as a small town guy trying to make a huge impact. 
Um, and we're both, I believe we're, we're thinking local so we can get global. Yep. So first step in everything is at least attempting to do so. And this is where we're at. We appreciate to everybody that's listening to this. Hopefully Randy inspired you guys a little bit here and you guys listen to my, my little Q and A's a little bit and you can listen to a small entrepreneur work his way in this, in the world of business. So thank you so much, Randy. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Ralph. There it is. Great.